Drinks. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. I like that you did not tell Jane what you were just doing. You just did it. I'm Amanda Allen. It was clear. Yeah. What What did it look like I was doing? Um, breaching through the surface of the ocean. Oh, oh beautiful. I love, I love it. it. I'm putting on a fake wig, uh, an imaginary wig in my head. Before every show, I like to put on an imaginary wig. Oh, is that I, what you were doing? Obviously. <laughs> Doesn't everyone do that when they start a podcast? It does look like you're like diving into the Woo! ocean and then you're I'm here. a mermaid and I'm on a podcast. <laughs> what everyone in like a, a sign language, you said something. And I don't know what. I believe it was <gasps> putting on my wig. Well, we got really quiet. We got really weirdly quiet. So we were like, okay, let's do the show. And then we got really quiet. And then Betsy does this like swan dive and then puts her arm in the air. And then it goes, hi, everybody. I just like took a moment, pulled myself out and was like, that must have been Look very odd. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Betsy, what what color is your motivational wig? Yeah. Oh. You know what? It's sort of like a curly Gloria Estefan kind oh. of like oh. dark uh yeah, like spiral curl kind of situation. Cool. I yeah. always see it as like a big purple bouffant. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> specific too. Jane, what is your wait, really quick before we go any further. Yes. With us this episode is writer, journalist, comedian Jane Borden. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> we know Jane through comedy in New yeah. York City. That's how we know you back. a long time. Uh, Wayback Machine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. In the Wayback Machine. Yeah. As people, Jane was call on. It. You were in the first improv show I ever saw no at UCB. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I swore you off it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember watching it and being like, oh, yes, this is where I need to be. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Oh, nice. yes. Oh, good. I like that. Those mm-hmm. were s- very fun days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weren't they? Nobody knew okay. about it. It was a tiny little tiny theater. Yeah. yeah. No one was trying to get on SNL. We were just mm-hmm. having fun. Mm-hmm. People were trying to get what? on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Didn't you hear that Horatio would always come to the shows and sit in the audience? Sometimes oh even did them. Oh my God, you guys, did you hear? There's an after, after, after party. Oh my God. <laughs> SNL, and the password is poop squat. <laughs> we would go to those parties yeah. all the time. They would start at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. They would start at 3 a.m. Yeah. It's so nuts. It's so nuts oh to think God. about that. You were like, oh, you know what? The after party's happening. We should go hit that after party because we're still up and we still have energy. Or we would take like a disco nap. And then get up at 1 a.m. Yeah. and get ready. It was so weird. What a crazy life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what were we just talking about? Oh, Jane. Yeah. What color is your wig if you were to put on an imaginary wig right now? Huh. Put on an imaginary wig. And, and I've, I'm, I've always wanted one of the Steel Magnolia do's. You oh. know what I mean? Like the football helmet. Yes. Yeah. Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could rock that. The older I get, the more I want big hair. <laughs> I want, no, you know what I want is I want designing women hair. <gasps> Delta Burke hair. Julia yes. Sugarbaker. Yes. Yeah, the great big, Hell it's yes. high. There's there's a lot Lots of, of it's permed for sure, but it's not curly. No. That's that's what I want. Is that right? It's permed, but it's not curly? That's how you get the height. Is that right? I thought it was all teasing. Oh, Southern women all have perms. Are you from the South? Yes. Yeah. Where are you from? North Carolina. Aha. That's real South. <laughs> that is. That is you know, legitimately the South. It's interesting that you say that because in New York, often people would say, but that's not really the South. Right. Because they think the South is like Alabama. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm from Texas. I mean, I'm not from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you. I am not from Texas. Look how easily she heck? lies. I just- well, I'm from Texas, and <laughs> I am I'm 18 years old. Um, no, I um I just I'm from Florida, which mm. it's interesting because growing up there, we were like we're from the South, and there are some parts of Florida, yes, that are very southern. Yes, I've been. But there. there's also parts Scary. of Florida that are not very mm-hmm. typical southern. They're Cuban. They're Cuban. They're, I mean, they're like it's. It depends on the city. They're, they're all, Cuban. They're, they're just old. They're just, or they're uh, strippers. Um, <laughs> sure. That's where I'm from. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa St. Pete. 
Tampa St. Pete. Strip club capital of the world. Of the world? That's what they say. Wow. And lightning capital, but... Lightning? Yeah, because yeah. the lightning strikes all the time. Wow, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I would think Vegas would be the strip club capital of the world. Mm, but I, maybe I, I I would think Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I know? I'm from Texas. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> I went to Tampa St. Pete once with friends and uh there was an option to go sailing. Oh. And I talked a big game about how I was such an accomplished sailor and I wanted to go sailing and we got on this big boat and I was so into it and we went in the ocean, which I guess I had never done before on a sailboat and immediately got so seasick. Oh no! And it was shameful. <laughs> and my friends very appropriately made fun of me for the rest of the trip. <laughs> you had never been in a sailboat in the ocean. Where no. had you been in a sailboat if you're from, isn't well, New North Carolina, see, isn't New Carolina <laughs> on the ocean? Uh, um, this ge- geographical confusion, I guess, on my part, because uh, <laughs> on the coast of North Carolina and on the coast of mo- uh, most of the East Coast is barrier islands off the coast. So there's an intracoastal waterway that goes all the way up from Florida to Canada, I think. And so um, between the mainland and these barrier islands, like the Outer Banks, mm. there is a waterway. That they're connected and each one is called a sound. And so you sail in the sound. Oh, or you sail on lakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't <laughs> get me started. Me I love it. Christopher Cross. Bring it. Oh, my God. I'm feeling my wig. <laughs> <laughs> we look over and Jane just suddenly has this bouffant. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, so I have three kids. They're all boys. Seven, six, and two. I have three That's kids. Terrifying. Yeah. All the boys. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have three kids. I have a seven-year-old boy and twin five-year-old girls. Ba-doo. Also scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one child, and she's three. Also scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three. Not not fun. No. What, no. What, did you have terrible twos, or are you having terrible threes? I'm having terrible threes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry. Mm, thanks. It's all right. She's pretty easy, so I feel like honestly we had it coming. We'll yeah. get through it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just not prepared, so we're falling apart a little bit. <laughs> but we'll, you're we'll, like, she's gonna be perfect forever. <laughs> what no. are all these other assholes complaining about? She is willful. <laughs> yeah. She gets it from both of us. And my mom is no help. My mom is just like I told you, you've been, you know, I've been waiting for this moment. Oh, you, uh-huh, this is what you get. Oh, uh-huh, all of that. Thanks, like, mom. Not helpful, mom. <laughs> yeah, my but mom. You're yeah. right, but not helpful. My mom always says, I don't know how you got your brother's kids because my brother was such a bad kid. Or not, he was trouble. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't yeah. bad, he was trouble. Right. And so she's always like, I don't know what happened. It seems like you got Nicholas's kids because the girls are always getting into stuff. So it's like, well, are, are Nick, does Nicholas have kids and are they easy? He does. No. Oh, we both got Nicholas's kids. Well, he's got, so he has three kids, one on the way. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. I know. I know. I'm going to be an aunt again. Aunt Amanda. <sighs> um, but the, uh, the, so the set, first two are lovely, quiet, sweet. Although oh. Angel will be like, "What?" My my sister in law be like, "No, no, 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 no." Oh, okay, they're, you know. But yeah. they are they're lovely. And then the the youngest one has that gleam in his eye mm-hmm. that only Nicholas possesses. Yes, like mm-hmm. we were in their living room, and I looked out, and he was like on top of some beam, like above the sliding glass door. <laughs> Like climbing, and I was just like, "Oh, is that Coulson?" And they were like, "Yeah, that's th- there. He is, Coulson. Get down, you know." And he, oh. I mean, he's like three. He's like three, oh but he was like out there just wild manning it up. And wow. they were like, "We can't keep him in." And I was like, and then "That they is." Gave him away. <laughs> yeah. Well, story that is a, the most took a weird, weird turn. turn. That's totally how Nicholas was, though, growing up. Like, you were like, where's Nicholas? I don't know. And then he'd come home and be like, look, I caught a fish. And we're like, oh, you were fishing. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. My husband was trouble um, yeah. in a way that my mother-in-law talks about a lot because, like, people need to know sort of situation what, what she went through. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, we need to pay witness. 
dress. Yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> he had to wear a leash. Oh, and sure. this was in 1983. Right, that wasn't really happening yet. No, yes. yeah. Um, I put my son on a leash. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna say right now. No shame. No shame. He needed a fucking leash, and it kept us all alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. The, what, the last straw before leash for my husband was that they were at the zoo and she turned around and he was halfway into the snow leopard cage, the habitat. He was like pushing his torso through the bars. And so he just wanted to snuggle that he leopard. He wanted to snuggle that leopard. I mean, I mean, I get it. That's what the children's <laughs> books tell you to do. So, but Put she, me in the zoo. <laughs> Look what I can do. Go she snuggle this, a uh, leopard. <laughs> <laughs> they like it when you tickle their tongues. <laughs> She uh, she tells this story about how she was they were walking down the street once, and he was like at the end of the leash. The leash was pulled taut, and he was flailing his arms out, going wah. And a Japanese family stopped and took a picture. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Somewhere in Japan, there is a photo. Yeah, it's awesome. Like remember how what animals <laughs> those Americans were. Oh. Their children were animals. I took a picture of a dad at Disneyland once. He had his kids <laughs> face painted like cats and then they were on leashes and they were on the ground like cats. And I was just like, this one, this one, I'm going to stop and take a picture of. <laughs> this is next level awesome parenting right here. He has figured it out. You are a cat. Get down. Here's your leash. Like, it was like, it was kind of amazing. Now bathe yourself. Now bathe yourself. <laughs> your food's on the ground. Check this milk. It's actually been a pretty good week. Other than, you know, just sort of the general depression and uh, existential dread of it all. Um, other than that, because that has been something that's been nagging a bit. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, God, I'm really tired and depressed and mm -hmm. uh, everything's weighing on me. I think that's going around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know how to answer anymore when people are like, how are you? Yeah. I just don't know. Like, I feel like when when I was younger, I was like, oh, there's a purpose to life. And one day I'm going to figure it out. And that'll be cool. And it was like potential energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now I, now I feel like it turned into kinetic energy. And now yeah. I I understand the purpose of life. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing to be excited about anymore. Yeah, sometimes it gets a little and, hamster wheel, huh? Yeah, and exactly so it. I don't know if like... I figured it out. Or if I need to be medicated. Right. <laughs> right. I need to possibly be more medicated. Mm -hmm. I think that's something I'm realizing. Mm -hmm. um, a year ago, I started taking antidepressants, and I think I got to <laughs> up that dose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was the thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, so my seven-year-old, Rex, he's always been like negative, kind of a negative Nelly. Um even when he was really little, like three, I would pick him up from school and I'd be like, how was school today? And he would just give me like a list of terrible, bad things that had happened to him all day. So I had to start being <laughs> like, can you tell me one good thing and yeah. one bad thing about today? Because otherwise it would just be all these terrible things, ways that he was aggrieved. Is that the right Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, aggrieved. Aggrieved. I like it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I Thank don't know you. what it means, but it sounds sad. It's when you weep aggressively. Is that oh, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't That's think I used that word. It sounds like it aggrieved. wasn't a good joke. I mean, like, it I like think it's like mean? grievances have been like yes. dealt upon you, kind of. Yes. Aggrieved. Mm -hmm. I feel aggrieved I, all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he had so he had many aggrieved victim. He He's had a victim. Myriad grievances. Mm -hmm. Grief. Mm -hmm. Listen, uh, listeners, you are getting just the smartest conversation you ever. <laughs> Hi. 
I've been really tired lately. That's also mm-hmm. part of why uh, I think it's related to like depression. I've been so tired oh. lately. I like require a nap every day. Oh my God. I think so though. I mean, just to be, just to <clears throat> kind of speak to that, I feel like that's like the best litmus is when you find yourself being like, you know what? I don't actually want to do this. I just want to go to sleep. That's like a key. red flag. It's a little red flag of yeah. like, oh, why? But it also is the heat. And that plays a big and factor. Also, we should all be napping once a day. We <laughs> all should be. That's what our bodies want. Right? Mexico yeah. has the right idea. Take a siesta. Mm-hmm. That's where they do a siesta, I don't right? know. I know Spain. they do in Spain. <gasps> okay, Spain. <laughs> Texas? I don't know. You might be right. Texas. They do it in Texas. <laughs> um, Amanda would know. <laughs> okay. So lately, my seven-year-old has been really upping the ante in terms of being very negative. Um, And it bothers me most because he does it to his brother. So Ajax will say things about his own day or about his feelings or about things that happened that were good to him. And Rex will just, like, critique it in real time. So... Um, so like Ajax was like, I got this, um, he came home with like this blue ribbon kind of, uh, like a medal mm-hmm. from camp. And he was like, I got this blue medal. I got this award at camp. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like, congratulations. And Rex is like, lots of people got that award. He's not the only one who got an award. And so it's just like that kind of thing. And he's just... I rem- it reminds me of this, um, there was like this David Attenborough documentary. I forget which one it was. And Ari and I had to turn it off because we couldn't bear to watch it. It was this uh, duck, there, there was like ducks. And they had, and the mama duck had a bunch of babies, like eight babies. Uh, and in this particular duck uh, breed, there's always a runt duck and they and they like peck it to no. death. No. Yeah. No. And it, every time Rex is like this with his brother, I I visualize that. I feel like he is pecking his brother like like psychically, mm-hmm. if that, you know, yeah. emotionally. And it's so upsetting to watch him do it at every turn like every turn he's like you know like oh i love to eat chicken or whatever and he's like you like lots of things not just chicken like it's just fucking this poor kid ajax my six-year-old he just can't say or do anything without his older brother having Mm -hmm. something negative to say about it and it's just so (laughs) it's just such a fucking bummer and so we've we've gotten to a point where we just try to like point it out and like hey you you're being very negative or like hey what's one nice thing about this thing that you're talking about or what you know but it's it takes a lot of energy to constantly be kind of policing it Mm -hmm. yeah and part of me feels like well it's just brothers like they'll sort it out and then part of me feels like i'm not gonna let my older kid do this to my other child and and harm him and sort of form him as a human mm-hmm. by pecking him mm-hmm. this way. Um, it's funky, right? When siblings start to yeah. fight with each other. Cause you're like, I love you both. So I'm mad at you for being an asshole because I'm protecting him. But I also feel bad because I'm mad at you. Like, <laughs> Well, and you so can't weird. always be protecting one over the other. You're creating right. a new issue. So it's like, what, right. the, what the hell do you do? Yep. I don't know. It's and really like, hard. To be clear, I wasn't saying, oh, they're brothers to dismiss it. But <gasps> oh, just no. to say, like, that's brothers. Re- we shouldn't yeah. pathologize Rex. Like, Rex is fine. <gasps> right. Yes. He's being a he's seven, brother. And he's a brother. And he 100%. feels threatened. You think so? I mean, yeah. it's typical older brother stuff. That's oh. what my nephews do. The older yeah. one's constantly diminishing the yeah yeah diminishing. One. That's a good word. Any kind of positive energy he's taking from your that he's taking from you, from that he wants. Right. He probably he may have responded that way, especially about the metal thing, as a result of hearing you praise. Mm-hmm. Right. But Which doesn't like, mean I you shouldn't praise, praise him, Jackson. Oh, yeah, like all course. the time. It's like mm-hmm. a fucking nonstop parade of praise at my house. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> so the fact that he 
you know, it's like, I don't get enough praise. I've got to fucking be a goblin and take yours. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. And also, Ari and I, I think overall, tend to be fairly positive people, fairly like silver lining kind mm-hmm. of people. And that's something that we're proud of. And we feel like that's that's part of who we are. And we want to really instill that in our kids, that positive attitude and that looking on the bright side kind of thing. And so, to you know, and we're improvisers. That's the in so many ways, the essence of yes. And mm-hmm. which is this uh, uh, improv uh, thing that we don't have to talk about. It's very inside baseball. But anyway, um, so yes, yeah, supportive. and. But yeah, it's about supporting yeah. and it's about acceptance and it's about celebrating each other and where you're at and where you're coming from. Yeah. That's ultimately what Yes And is. So to have a kid that we made who's mm-hmm. like Meh, super negative and, and diminishing <laughs> uh, his brother <laughs> is like, oh man, it's such a fucking bummer all the time. So yeah. So lately just that's like an everyday sort of struggle um, of just kind of keeping... Yeah, essentially policing it. Just having to constantly be like, well, no. Like, I almost want to do an imitation of it. Like, can you, can you. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you be, you you be Ajax uh, and uh, you're me, Jane. And you're going to (laughs) ask, I'm I'm Rex. You're going to ask Ajax how his day was at camp. Hey, Ajax. Hey, Mom. How was your day? I I won um, a geography contest. It wasn't a geography contest. (sighs) Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> did you know the capital of California? I did he not. He doesn't know any capitals. But no one does. Uh, like five <laughs> other people knew capitals. Ajax. <laughs> Rex, do you want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we're not giving advice, but that's my advice. <laughs> right. To right. give your kid a drink. <laughs> It's awesome. He's like yes anding it all though in like some negative way. <laughs> That's what's awesome. He's like, this is my game, mom. Yeah, you're and right. I'm never letting it go. This, this scene is funnier. about as yeah. I get older. Not listening to the audience. <laughs> um, I just need to be clear. I found that role play very confusing. I was hanging on by a thread there. Were Who you am I? I hope the Who's audience talking? was talking. <laughs> no, I'm sure they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could they have been with my incredible impression? And mine, I was that obviously. Sound, you sounded Minnesotan. I loved it. <laughs> I was totally Ajax. You were totally. <laughs> you, were, hey, you picked your nose the whole time. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, buddy. He loves to pick his nose. Oh, oh my God. Was there a trip? You know what's awesome, though, hmm. is that like you got to think about. This is where like the podcast will come in handy because years down the road when he listens to it, he's like, my mom knew that was happening. Oh, my God. Yeah. She saw that. Yeah, but what will Rex think? <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's like a big time gaslighter. So he'll probably be like, no, that wasn't even at all what was happening. She didn't even have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't seven. <laughs> yeah, I just have to defend my reality a lot around that kid. He's just, oh man. Yeah, I can see the future. I can see the future. I was a little bit like like that. Like my mom would slip up and say something, and I'd be like, <laughs> like I would tease her. Dumbass. Like, yeah, <laughs> dumbass. Exactly. And like, oh, I see it. I see it on the horizon. Anyway, what broke you this? this oh, um, I think it's right now. <laughs> I just feel broken. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm struggling with the sads, too, yeah. I found. And I do think that the heat plays a big contributor because I was like, oh, last year at this time, I also was mm. in, like, a funk. And so I was like, is it, is it, a, like, is there something about this time of year that hits? Like, what what is going on? Because I... I like to think about patterns of behavior, but um, because I'm dorky. No, so, because uh, you're a human being with a brain. <laughs> that pattern. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I also think I'm just super overwhelmed because. Mm-hmm. So I've been at this job for my new job. Like I left being home and started this job. What in October? 
So how long has that been? A couple months. What? October? Eight months, nine months. I mean, that's almost a year, right? Oh, yeah, we're getting close, aren't we? (laughs) 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 But it it doesn't feel like it feels... It's still... Right? Is that like nine or ten months? I also... I'm bad at math. I and think so. It, let's just say nine months. Okay. It sounds right. So, uh, about the, the way- time when I'm about, like, if I were pregnant, I would be like, it's time to have this baby. You know, like, it's just enough transition <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, okay, life's about to change. You've been gestating a work yeah, baby. Been, yeah. Mm-hmm. I And I can't seem to get, and I've, I've talked about it on the, in the past, like, I can't seem to get hold of how to be a mom who works mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I did work like four jobs all the time before it just felt like I had like lots of little jobs here and there constantly. And so the big, the big problem with that was like, so when you work from home or you have part-time jobs, which most of us do, uh, just to kind of help make ends meet. The struggle is how do I, how do I, like I'm a stay at home mom who also works. And so there's no space for that. Um, because if you're stay at home, mom that means you can't like there's no other space for doing other work so you have to figure out how to slide it into everything while seamlessly getting kids to play dates and to picking them up from school and driving them around and, and sitting your in your car always like, take comes second oh, or last yes yeah. um your mom first and then whatever it is second mm-hmm. or third uh and i try to remind myself like oh last year at this time you were like banging your head up against the wheel of the car because your kid was stuck in karate class and they don't have a weight they Okay, wait a second. I need to talk about this. So Wes had karate. He used to go to a karate place. This place did not have a waiting room for parents to sit in. So you had to stand on the street on a busy street corner with your little kids and wait for them to take karate class. So you'd sit there outside. Anyways, that's a vent. It doesn't make sense unless you see it. No, but I understand. So last year at this time, I was I sitting like in the I've car. I have definitely seen a place like that. And I was I, like, where do the parents, where do the parents sit? Yeah. And then I had two little girls who were crazy. And so uh, I would like, they would just run around inside the car and I would sit there. And listen to, at the time, they were obsessed with Let It Go. So I just listened to that over and over again. And I just remember sitting there being like, what is my life? Yeah. Like, it was just over and over and just this, like, repetitive. Oh, no, like, the snow does bother me. The cold has always bothered me. bothering me. <laughs> I moved to California. Oh I don't want the cold. <laughs> Listening to those soundtracks over and over, like, on demand. Yeah, it's amazing. a form of it's like torture. The shining. Yes. Oh, all yeah. we listen to in the car like is the, the Wally We're soundtrack. Haunted hotel. <laughs> it's with Disney characters coming down the hall instead of those twins. <laughs> Come with us and let go and let go. <laughs> yeah, we listen to the Wally soundtrack and the soundtrack Aww. to my neighbor Totoro in the car all the time. Those are good. And when my husband and I like wake up in the middle of the night, the theme songs for those songs are in like when I wake up in the middle of the night in my brain is going, Hey, let's mm-hmm. go. Hey, let's go. It's like the fucking opening. You can't escape it. You can't escape it. I think as soon as my daughter figures out how to use Alexa nope. is when we no longer have an Alexa. <laughs> Whenever I leave um, our house, if my husband's there on my way out the door, I shout, Alexa, play Third Eye Blind. That's really funny. It's real funny. Is that you're like pranking him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, Alexa, Alexa. <laughs> I love that. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, no, third eye. Did I say it right? Third eye blind or maroon five? Maroon five. They're both terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. No, what is it? Semi charm kind of life, right? That's uh-huh. the third eye blind. Oh, yeah. is, that, is that third eye blind? <laughs> when I was moving into college, my parents were helping me unpack, and the, we just turned on the radio and we were painting the walls. And you were song. painting the walls? Oh yeah, at college? Uh huh. Well, it was oh. like a different sort. Anyway, long story. Point is, the uh, radio station was playing. Ah. Just want to fly and I couldn't even I wasn't even listening and my mom yeah. couldn't hear it and at some point my dad I guess had been like bottling <laughs> bottling and he was just finally like can we change the radio station <laughs> breaking point achieved he's a very calm man it's amazing I like the sublime it was his, his breaking point oh, right? it's his very uh, oh, sublime isn't that sublime no I love sublime no that, oh. that was a uh, what that's sugar ray Oh, that's oh, who I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, Sugar Ray. I mean, 
<laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a big sublime phase. Uh-huh. Yeah. I dated a surfer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is yeah, awesome. Said. Mm-hmm. Good for I was, you. I don't know. I was 20. I never sublime dated a surfer. Sublime was perfect when I was 20. It was everything I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Same for me in Texas. No. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So you, you got to karate class uh, and you said something about waiting oh. room and then... Anyways, yeah, it's just it's just like so now I'm working and I find myself so invested and so busy at work and challenged in a great way. Um and then I come home and it's like my brain goes boop. It's like everybody's talking, but I no longer have capacity to take in any more information mm. and I don't have space. No bandwidth. No bandwidth. And so it's just like this like uh, I just walk in the door and then I'm like I don't I, I just I actually need to decompress yeah. I'm like you know those like 1950s dads yes. who come home and they're like bring me my scotch mm-hmm. kids go over there I'll talk to you in a minute and they put yeah. the paper in front of them yeah. I get those dads yeah. like I get that stereotype I'm like stereotypical 1950s dads <laughs> and I'm realizing this now like this is who I am and I need like a wife yeah, we all need a wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not working. Like, and then I'm missing things. Like, I forgot to schedule the girls' physicals, their annual physicals. Um, that's the thing I would like. I used to be kind of like eh, what a, about things, but I was good about the physicals. If you mess up the physical, oh. well, because then you get it gets pushed out. Because then insurance is like they you won't can't let come you. back oh, no. for you. So then it gets like so then further their growth and changes, further. and then you're like, is this an accurate portrayal of where oh, they're no. at with their growth? And that then you're like, to us oh, too. no, oh no, I gotta book her physical. Yeah, book the physical <laughs> She's been everybody three for a month. Oh no, you gotta get on it. Yeah, because yeah, no. otherwise insurance. They'll be like, wow, up. they're overweight, and you're like, well, they're just six months older, right. Than what the typical space mm-hmm. is, and they're like, why? And you're like, because I, I'm their mom, and <laughs> I can't get it together. <laughs> I don't know. We're here. Let's it's just so do it. Why can't Let's they just, just do, this? do at the at at the pediatrician what they do at the fucking dentist, which is like, here's a postcard. We're gonna send it to you. With like a picture of a cat with a teeth. With teeth. Yeah, send me a picture <laughs> it's of a cat. cat. us anyway um <laughs> betsy stover and amanda um care of ucb theater <laughs> on sunset uh postcard with for teeth. every postcard we get we will donate a set of teeth <laughs> to no i don't know <laughs> i don't know it doesn't make sense for every postcard we receive we will hunt someone down steal their teeth and donate them and i don't know what's happening but I like it. <laughs> but why don't they do that? Why? Because that happens to me too. Where all of a sudden so I'm like, oh helpful. shit, oh shit, mm-hmm. they need to go to the doctor for their I think, well visit. I think the remi- there's like a built-in <laughs> reminder when they actually turn have their birthday. They have a birthday. <laughs> uh, clearly, that's not oh, working. I almost I just get my planned- water out everywhere with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Right. You're right. Yes. Do <laughs> we have a party? Yeah. You, <laughs> you can't get more of a reminder. But I'm too busy. Singing mm-hmm. and planning Maybe. parties. Mm-hmm. Yep, another reason not to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to remember to make doctor's appointments. <sighs> you can't have a party. What if the What if the doctor could just give your child a present for the birthday, <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Oh, the doctor sent a present. Oh, I should write them a thank you note. Oh, I should just book the appointment. I'll thank them in person." <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm just saying, I don't know, maybe a cat like a with way teeth to like is better. <laughs> I mean, Jean, you seem like a, a thank you note writing kind of lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Ajax's birthday at the end of May. Guess how many um, thank you notes I wrote? Zero. <gasps> <Yeah! laughs> I'm so plagued with guilt and shame. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations. Thanks. You didn't write any thank you notes. <laughs> what? Oh, I was trying to be Rex. <laughs> uh, I will say for my daughter this year, uh, no handwritten notes. I took pictures of her playing with the toys and texted the That's appropriate picture genius. to the person. Yeah. But I haven't finished them yet. Yeah. I'll do that for like family members that send gifts. But then like the birthday party gift, I was like, nobody sent any this year from parties they've gone to. So I'm off the hook. Yeah. It's like we all did this like mm-hmm. silent, like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, it's fine. We got some. I appreciated it. Yeah. But ultimately it is sort of like, oh, thank you. Trash. 
Put it in recycling. Depends anyway. on the quality of the note. Yeah. <laughs> do you well, save thank you? If notes? you're gonna do it, like do it right, you know? <laughs> that's oh my god, Jane, you are well, don't do it, a right? lady after my own heart. One hundred percent. I found my it. Christmas cards from this year. You do anything, yeah. do it fucking right. <laughs> what? I found my Christmas cards. No. <laughs> you never sent your Christmas cards? I only sent a couple and then I found a whole pile of the rest amazing. of them. Amazing. And I Did was like, stamp- oops. Well, no, you Kate was like, we now. should send them out this year. <laughs> this? Yeah, now would have been good. That would be That's hilarious. First question to their stamps. Did you waste the stamps? Did you waste the stamps? <laughs> Can we send them next year? Because it's like Wait, $20. You should totally <laughs> send them now. That's hilarious. <laughs> right? People would think that was very funny. It's a good Happy bit. Holidays. It's a good bit. <laughs> yeah, Christmas in July. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's All right. really good. So you're having trouble with this balance. You forgot to send... <laughs> To schedule their well I didn't visits. Schedule their well visits. It's really showing though, uh, with the kids in camp. So usually, so there's there's a couple areas where it's like, okay, so I'm used to summer being a thing. I'm you know like school ends and it's an actual, it's an actual thing where it's like, oh no, okay, we're all home together. We're gonna make plans. We're gonna do stuff. Sometimes you'll be at camp. Sometimes you'll be with me. We can travel. We're going to take on the world and we're going to learn things. And then by like day four, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate summer. Oh, no. Why, why, why don't I have a job? Why don't I do something else with my life? What have I signed up for? Everybody stop playing Perry Grip. Ah, <laughs> how many more months until school starts, right? Like that's usually how summer works. Totally. But now that I'm working, it feels like the same thing. Yes. It's every day is the same because I still just go to work every day. And instead, right. I drop them at camp instead of dropping them at school. And then there's a camp. little in camp. air quotes. Yeah. It's not like camp we had growing up. No, it's not like it's not like <laughs> it's like daycare. It's daycare. It's like, well, they like, yeah, they're like, I let's mean, all play. Plus, it's exciting. Yeah. It's not, they're know. like, let's play with cards. Let's play. Uh, go outside and play uh, flag football or, you know, like it's all like organized activities mm-hmm. all day long. And then one day I'll be like, go to the pool and swim. And then they'll go on a field trip. And so they do that kind of stuff. But it's not like camp camp. That's like, true. Yeah. When I was a kid, you would like get on a bus, mm-hmm. go to the woods. Mm-hmm. Stay there yeah. for six You'd weeks. Sing songs. Oh, I never went to overnight camp. But we would like sing oh. songs on the bus on the way over that a counselor would lead. We would get there. We would do special camp things. We went away for six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Did you time. like it? I loved it. That's what I think I want to do with my kids. Because I think it probably would give them a really awesome sense of self. Yes. Lots of independence. Uh Uh-huh. My husband did stuff like that, and he Mm -hmm. loved it. And they have camp yeah. friends and mm-hmm. and camp lovers. Oh, but also, yeah. like, it like gets oh, you. it's my girlfriend from camp. It gets you mm-hmm. set for when you have to leave. Like you're okay because you're you've had experience leaving mm-hmm. for little bouts at a time instead mm-hmm. of being like I'm just just do this. That's true. All right. So how old do you have to be to go for six weeks? I started Five? going to a. <laughs> <laughs> and how soon can I send them? Like now? So I just want them to Tomorrow? feel independent. <laughs> but no, how old did you? How old? I went young. I started going when I was seven because <gasps> I was the youngest child, and I saw my sisters going, and I begged oh, to right. go. But I didn't go for six weeks at seven. Uh-huh. That I went for three weeks. That's awesome. For a few years. And then I wow. and then I think maybe when I was 10 or 11 or 11, I think I was like I want to go for two sessions. And your your siblings were there? Um yes, but they were so much older that we didn't really run into each other. All right. I I like this. I think I might have to look into some of this cuz partially that's also part of it too is that like they're not getting the full summer experience. I feel like mm-hmm. my kids are going to this daycare camp and it's boring and they're over it and they want to do something else and they want summer. And a lot of their friends are going like one of their friends went away to Portland for a month and mm-hmm. another one's been going to separate camps and going different places. And, and they went to New Jersey and New York, which was fun. But um, now they're just in boring camp. School will be enticing, which is great because they'll be I like, can't oh, but camp's so boring. I think it's just the monotony of the same thing every week. The same the kids. Same every week. I don't know. And that, and that's a bummer. And it's a bummer. The girls are doing all right with it, but I could even see them being like, eh, I don't really want to go to camp. Hmm. And so I feel immense guilt because I'm like, well, I would like to stay home with you guys and do something summery and do right. something with you all. Yeah. Um, but instead, I'm going to work and then coming home. 
like a 50s man. Well, what did you a man do in his 50s? when you <laughs> <laughs> you come home and you're like, oh, my prostate. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, my prostate. Helen, where's my beer? Helen, I'm going to the basement to work on my trains. <laughs> <laughs> It is so specific. Is. Don't, don't call me unless you call me conductor. <laughs> I feel like everyone must have known someone like that growing up, right? Some old man you were either related to or in your neighborhood or they went to your church and he had a whole fucking setup in his basement and no kids could touch it. And it was massive and intricate. And he would just, oh, he's just downstairs playing with his trains. It's totally normal. He does it all day Sunday. We come home from church. He just goes right down. The conductor plays with his trains. You know, there was... Everybody talked about, like, the witch on the block who was just... <laughs> who was just some old woman who either never got married or, like, inherited a bunch of money and was like, fuck y'all. And everyone called her a witch, but no one talked about the weird the guy conductor. with a basement full of trains. <laughs> Not have you fair. ever been to a train store? <laughs> they have these stores where it's like um, all different, like like where you want to buy like little bushes and a and a cow and a, uh-huh. all, all the fucking things, and they have like different sizes of train tracks. And oh God, it's like the original Sims. Yeah. For trains. <laughs> well, Betsy is I a mean, huge it's... Sims fan. So yeah, that's I why do. she got like, like, oh I no. Like Sims. I was like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Sims police. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and you I love know. how many times we talk about the Sims. It's so weird. It's no one even reference, and yet we talked about it several times. It's a times. very dated reference. Yeah. Because <laughs> Betsy likes that she can make a perfect world. It's yes. the only time that stays the way she wants control it. Control it, Jane. Yeah. I love to control things. You're the train guy. She's I'm the conductor. The conduct- Call me conductor from here on out. <laughs> There's no Betsy here, only conductor. <laughs> That's her wig. It's just a hat. It's just a train hat. <laughs> You guys are both 50s men in your 50s. Maybe that's why you have a podcast together, and maybe you should rename it. We should. We should just name it Bring Me My Scotch, Helen. One hundred percent. I mean, don't we all want that though? To come home and someone's dressed up and they uh, and they look nice for us, and yeah. they're like, "Dinner's ready in ten minutes. Sit down in your study. Put your feet up. I brought your slippers. Yeah. Kids, leave leave them alone. I'm yeah. gonna tell you all the things I did today. I scheduled this, 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 and you it's don't like a have secretary. to. Yeah. Right? And you're like, thanks. Yeah, it's not a gender thing. It's just a power thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Time. And it's hard because for as as women gained equality and be and uh, were in the workforce, there was nothing to kind of come up and meet women for that. We just kept doing the shit <laughs> that we were doing well, before. We, uh, people outsource a lot of stuff. That is they true. Can afford to and yeah. people yeah. pay others to clean their homes and you know. Yeah. But I feel like moms still Postmates do most of that stuff. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Caden's sure. in there right now. He does the bedtime and he picks it up. But then I feel it's a weird thing to have raised my kids for like seven years and then to turn away from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like. I'm it turning away like you, from it. Oh, okay. I'm not, but, yeah. you know, I haven't. It's a new, it's like a new not a genre, but like I'm in a chapter? new chapter yeah. of my relationship with them, my relationship with myself, where I'm at, work, you know. But it definitely feels like I'm turning away from my duties as the like mm. I control all of this. I am the mother. I I know when your appointments should be made and I know where you should be at this time and I know what you need to bring and I'm gonna put you to bed and I'm gonna read you the stories and then when you wake up in the morning I'm going to cook you breakfast and like, instead, it's almost like I've turned completely away. I've gone the opposite, where I'm like, I'm just going to focus on work right now. Yeah. And I can't focus on this. Yeah. 
And so it's like, okay, there has to be a balance. And it's so it's it's just an interesting dynamic that I've noticed. So it's almost like so a year ago I was sitting in a car being like, Oh my god, what the hell is this life? And now it's the opposite. Like I am never in this in the car listening to let it go anymore. I am never waiting outside of a class and I feel sad about it. Like I feel mm. guilty about it. Yeah. So it's like that like back and forth of it's not grass is always greener. It's just like maybe so speaking to did we talk about this before we started recording where we were saying that it's that idea of like there's always potential of like oh like what I'm eventually there's I'm going to figure out what my purpose is mm -hmm. in life and then you get to the place where you're like oh that's it right mm -hmm. and then you're like so then if I know what that that that's it what then is there <laughs> there's so, so much ambivalence there's vacation. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. And and so Scotch at five. Scotch at five. <laughs> but it's 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 that. And then you but it's like, okay, well, I switched it because I felt a little locked. And then you switch it and you're like, oh, I feel locked over here too. Mm -hmm. So then you start going, it's not that. You gotta figure out what that is. Hmm. Parenthood you know. is relentless. It's it's mm -hmm. every it's always shifting. It's always shifting. It's we, hard to get comfortable. It's hard to feel happy it's mm -hmm. hard to feel content mm -hmm. i'm wondering though like does anyone ever i mean like there's moments of contentment right mm -hmm. and i think that's the point that's like where it is where you're like oh wait here this is a moment of like i feel happy about this like yeah. the other day emily walked by me and i realized she was getting taller and she held my hand and i was like oh you're like i could remember being her age and being that height and being at that point in my life and I was like, oh, it's awesome. You're about to have life. Like yes. you are in, you're like just starting. Yes. And now I was like, in this moment, I like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, that's where it is, I yeah. think, versus Ar the collection of. Like, Ari and I went maybe? to the beach last weekend mm -hmm. with the kids. And, um, you know, it's always like such a hassle and you got to get there early and it's, you know, parking and bringing all the stuff and not forgetting anything and making sure no one gets sunburned and feeding everyone and making sure you have fucking cash for that. Sounds and like, fun. Uh, putting up <laughs> like, a so fucking it. it's all beach tent. Yeah, it's all. And there's just so much hassle. And and then, you know, when you do finally get in the water, it's freezing and you're afraid everyone's going to die and drown. And you just want to sit on the towel and, uh, you know, on the beach, but the kids won't let you. But then there was this one moment where the, the two older ones were in the water and they were jumping in the waves and the baby was holding his hand, uh, Ari's hand, and the baby was watching his older brothers and laughing. And it was like one of those moments and I just said, it's all for this. That's it. That's it. Yep. <clears throat> and he even was, he <laughs> laughed and he was like, all I want, uh, like, he said something like, all I want to do is sit down and this water is so cold and I'm going to get sunburn. And yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> it's all funny. for this. But it was also bittersweet because it was like, it's all for this. Right. That's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's all for standing in this cold water watching yeah. these kids scream. Hmm. It, it's, it's hard. I think yeah. we all need to meditate. I know. <laughs> Not now, more, in general. Yeah. I mean, right now, let's just go. Uh, one, one. Just a meditation <laughs> podcast. It's just oh, silence. <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> yes. But yeah, I hear you. It's. Yeah, it's just hard. It's hard. It's an interesting. It, yeah, I mean, being it's a just, working parent, being it's a working less of mother. A story it's, today, it's hard. More oh, of an observation. Same. It's just like. It's just the, it's the constant feeling of when I'm there, I'm not doing enough. When I'm not there, I'm not doing enough. Ultimately, they're happy, they're healthy. I'm sure I'm doing enough yeah. deep down. Mm. But it's fascinating to constantly, when you're in it, to be like, oh, man, I should be doing more. I hear you. But I don't actually have the capacity to do more. Yeah. They're already cooked by three. They're That's done. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I just passed the three mark. I'm done. You're done. Oh, I don't have to I'm do anything anymore. Camp. Yeah, I'm, uh, Mama's going to summer camp. Yeah. Summer summertime is a uh, a good time for me because uh, my husband is a teacher, and so the um, summers allow us some schedule flexibility. Yeah. He still works, but he works a lot less, and so often during the school year, I'm picking up the slack. But then in the summer, 
I get to work a lot. He picks her up and drops her off at daycare. He does a lot of stuff. Um, and it's great. And I also find that my work picks up in the summer because as a freelance writer, people hire me for their passion project, so to speak. And mm -hmm. that only happens when they have a chance, they have a break from their real jobs, yep. which is the summer because LA shuts down for like two months. Um, and so it's worked out pretty well, except that I'm just, all I think about is when the school year starts again and how hard it's going to be. Uh, but um, right now it's great. Yeah. What does he teach? English, ninth and 12th grade. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like working four jobs and then also dealing with all the meals and picking her up and the grocery shopping. And mm -hmm. well, when he does that. He, in the summer. In the summer, yeah. Well, nice. I still do grocery shopping because she likes to come with me, and it's really fun. Oh, wow. It's fun, she we said. Have we have hug breaks. Oh. Yeah, the grocery store is, like, something that works for my wow. daughter and me. It's great. Except for right now because it's really hot outside and really cold inside. And yeah. so the whole time we're in, I need to remember to bring a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm saying. But she is, um, she is, as I mentioned earlier, very willful right now mm -hmm. and she is so, so even keeled and agreeable unless she senses that you want her to do something mm. and then she absolutely will not do it at all it's totally a psychological game it has nothing to do with anything else and i don't know how to manipulate her <laughs> into doing what i need her to do without her knowing that i need her to do it and it's such a weird head game and i feel like i'm dating again <laughs> but like she started to get this weird thing around going to the bathroom oh boy like she's been potty trained now for many months and she i think she's having so much fun playing that she she's ignoring yes. what her body's telling oh, her yeah. she doesn't want to stop playing totally so i'm looking at her and i'm like louisa you look like you need to go to the bathroom well then she really won't go yeah. oh boy. and so i can't I can't mention it. So I just have to watch her and I'm like, she's going to crap her pants. And, and I say that because she does. She has, she craps her pants once or twice a week. Oh, no. But I feel like there's a, there's a higher chance of her not crapping her pants. If I say nothing. Right. Right. And so I'm just sitting there being like, you're going to crap your pants <laughs> in my head. And there's nothing I can do about it. And she'll go, she goes more often with Nathan than she does with me. Yeah. So there's also like definitely uh, a me thing about it. And I'm like, uh, oh no, what is it about me that keeps my daughter from <laughs> shitting? That's not good. No. Nope. Nope. Emily like used a, to do that. Mom, and, is she it like a does. mom and daughter dynamic? Uh, maybe. Is that girls what you're describing kind of? I don't know. Head games? Is that? The girls did that to me. Yeah. Wes went through a stage though, probably around that age, because he went he was potty trained pretty early. He decided I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> I lucked out with my first. Yeah. And he was just like, Oh, you know what? I feel like this whole like diaper thing isn't really a thing. And he potty trained himself and then never went to bed and just <gasps> was fine. Wow. Didn't wear diapers in bed wow. at night. Like he just was like, Yeah, I was <gasps> living in the hospital. I was like, do not potty train him. Yeah. Just there's too many transitions. Yeah. And then one day he showed up at the hospital and my mom was like, he doesn't want to wear diapers. I I told him you said no. And he was like, no, it's time. I know. I was like, mm -hmm. so uh, then but he did it. He did do it. But then he went through a stage where he started refusing to poop. Mm -hmm. And like he was like, no, 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 no. And I think a lot of it is the distraction. And then it was it was also about control. Mm -hmm. And he was nervous about it. Like, yeah, I what's think it's coming about out of my body? Fear, and, yeah, control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, the girls still—they're five, and they'll still be sitting there, and they're like dancing and wiggling, <laughs> moving all around. <laughs> Emily will make a face oh like, God. uh oh, Louisa you know, like will an uh oh, grab her butt and like oh, no. push it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. no. And I'm like, and I'm like, do you have to go to the bathroom? No. No, I'm just pushing shit inside me. <laughs> and that's what I would say. I would be like, Louisa, I see you. You're pushing it. You're pushing it back inside you. I'm looking at you. Oh, no. And nope. that would make it worse. 
Like how can calling out reality make the reality less real? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'll be like, you tooted. I smell it. I know you have to do that. And they'll be like, nope. <laughs> I don't have to do it. And oh they're just God. dancing. <laughs> it's the face, though. Emmeline gives that face. It's just big eyes. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. like a tiny little oh face. And I'm like, you have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> is she saying no like, like she not whispers, anymore no. <laughs> or she's no like she's like holding I'm it willing myself she's willing it like <gasps> i don't have to go <laughs> and you're like <laughs> oh my god yes, i love you do i love that they're so little that they're like it'll pass yeah you know <laughs> i'll never have to do it if i just ignore it i'm not gonna have to go like oh no god. no no your body has to do this well, and just, so then i was like maybe she requires more information so i started explaining the body to yeah. her did some research like deep down the rap about the intestines and yes. the colon. Wow, you are a and real she appeared, New Yorker. she appeared like a little afraid, yeah. but it didn't make her poop. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make me a New Yorker? That's interesting. Just that you were like, um, maybe you're not understanding this from an intellectual perspective. I'm going to do some research and I'm going to get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I found a radio lab episode yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that so is that what has broken you recently yeah yeah <laughs> well the breaking is me is me finally deciding like okay just crap your pants oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah there comes that point when you're like i just give up yeah i can't make you poop yeah no you're it's right just making it worse yeah oh that's and then they crap their pants and you're like no but there's nothing worse than when they crap their i mean there is vomit there is vomit but Crapping of pants is pretty up yeah, there. Yeah, and I always just want to throw them away. I always just want yeah. to throw them away. Do you and not? Nathan's like, no, let's just clean them. Oh, yeah, no. I'm a, I'm a, all right, you crapped your pants? Then that's that. They're gone. Then you have to buy a new pair of underpants. Yeah. She doesn't understand money. <laughs> <laughs> she has a $1 bill that work. she got in an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> that's a cool Easter egg hunt. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my neighbors, high rollers. Does bribery do anything for her? Well, because that was what helped us. We'd be like, yeah, like here's yeah. fucking candy and bluebird yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. presents, and that was we had the bluebird of poop. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so we had this <laughs> little friend, a little friend. Yeah, Mr. Bluebird's friend. on my shoulder. <laughs> Watch out. He'll shit there. <laughs> but it's good luck, don't worry. So, <laughs> so the bluebird is like this little glass bird that I have. And I was like, I was where you're at, where I was like, I can't handle the fact that you just won't poop because I know you're going to poop in your pants and I can't. Well, like, the, the denial. I mean, it's like she's, a, it's like yeah. she's MAGA or something. <laughs> like, just like straight up denying reality to my face. And I'm like, no, I'm showing you the facts. This is not fake news. This is science. Your body poops. Here's how it works. It's got to come out. You put it yes, in. Yes, of course Radiolab is edited, but they're still facts. <laughs> the sound mixing is phenomenal, though. I will agree with you. I oh, they're not. showing off. They're showing off. <laughs> Ari loves that show, I and it, it makes me feel like I'm losing my mind. You get used to it. I'm like, is, is this what ADHD feels like? Really? And he's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. This feels good for my brain. I'm like, oh, I do not like this. There's too much happening. <laughs> it's come on. Just tell me a fucking story. You don't have to talk while the other person's talking and then also have a song. Come on, Radio Lab. Come on. So the bluebird of poop. Uh, yeah. So I brought it in one day. I, I don't know. I was just like at my mind. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, oh, here. Did I show you the bluebird of poop? Genius. And uh, Wesley was like, no, what's that? And I was like, oh, so if you have to poop and you're like nervous about it or it's, you're worried it's going to hurt or, you know, Bluebird is here and will help you. Oh, my and God. Make you I'm feel totally going to do this. And so I put it's the Bluebird. It's going to be a unicorn. Yeah. I put the Bluebird in there. And in so the bathroom? In the bathroom. So it's still in there. Like you can find Bluebird. He like it, when he gets missing, it's like oh no. But so um, <laughs> oh no, no one can shit. <laughs> no one can shit. <laughs> uh, 
I just imagine Wes like 35 at a big time job and he's like, I can't find my bluebird. What's wrong, Wes? I don't know. I put it up and it helped. And he he started pooping. He was like into it. it it's, it's just all like right. a talisman. There was something it's there. Just a, it's a just Dumbo's point. feather. It's not about you anymore. Right. Oh, it's a focus yeah. point. It was a focus point. It wasn't about me anymore. It wasn't about him. Like it was. He he could. There was something. Allow. There was just something we there. Had a, we had a puppet, and that's how we would get her to change clothes <laughs> <laughs> and like eat meals. Hey, I'm Mr. Marple. Change your clothes. Yeah, you're joking, but yeah. (laughs) We went to we went to Bob Baker. We went to the Bob Baker Marionette Theater. I love that light. Got one of those little puppets, and she all of a sudden was like, would look at the puppet and wanted (laughs) us to talk as the puppet, and clearly she knew that we were talking, but. Whatever was happening between her and the puppet was real. <laughs> and she would do anything the puppet told her to do. And oh, wow. we were like, we're horrible parents, but we are no. seeing this through no, to the end. Genius no. parenting. Do what you got to do. Yeah. like, oh, you know what? I feel like you should do the dishes. Yeah. yeah. I used to talk to Rex in character. There was a woman. She had a Spanish accent. Her, her, <laughs> her name was Tortilla. Oh, and dear. she would tell Rex to do anything. And he would. Oh, like Rex, eat that quesadilla, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah." And was he afraid, or he thought nope. it was fun? And he wanted just like more? thought it was fun. He just liked her. He just liked her. That's great. <laughs> A lot of people like my characters, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mostly children. <laughs> no, just him. Okay. <laughs> I'm loopy today. And he liked it. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, uh, Yeah, Bluebird helped. And Tortilla helps. Genius. And Puppets help. You know, it's it's like whatever you gotta do. I love those We're just surviving. But I love when you find that thing, like the puppet, and you're like, oh, oh, wait. Oh, that's right. Kids are dumb. Not dumb, (laughs) but like, not dumb, but they're like. Manipulative. No. Uh. Naive. They're young, you know. They live in several different realities. Yeah. They believe in magic. They believe Mm -hmm. they haven't realized the purpose of life yet. Right. So they still have hope. Don't need antidepressants. (laughs) (laughs) So a puppet or a bluebird. The puppet is a lot of antidepressants. I wonder if Ari can just use a puppet to, yeah. For what? Give me get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> He'd be like, Hello, I am Tortilla. I think you need to get out of bed. Why you take so many naps? Why you keep <gasps> sleeping? Get out of bed. <laughs> also, call your psychiatrist. <laughs> Probably need Hello, I am Tortilla. <laughs> I feel sad all the time. Is this Betsy? <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's like a weird turn. This is a weird show. It's a weird episode. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, yeah, Jane. Jane. Oh, you guys. Uh, wh- where are some places that people can um, mm. see your work, experience mm. your comedy, and mm. your uh, writing? Uh, I keep my website mostly updated. So janeborden.com uh, is where a lot of my links are to my articles. What kind of stuff do you write? Um, I cover... Arts and culture and lifestyle stuff for um, Washington Post, Vanity Fair, um, Southern Living, oh, which has been fun. Legit publications. Um, yeah, sometimes <laughs> I don't know. It it's like I would honestly I would be so much prouder of my career if the pay weren't shit. Do you know what I mean? Uh. Like why do I I can only value it because we're broke. If we had a lot of money. Dude. And I didn't, and I didn't care that the pay was shit. I would also be prouder of my career. But like, <laughs> we can just only value myself financially. It's horrible. We're American. Yeah. But um, yeah. In case you've heard, the publishing industry is kind of in the shitter. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. But it's all right. It's all right. Uh, you wrote a book. I did. Yeah, I wrote a book um, about being a southerner in New York. It's about my twenties, really. It's about my twenties. Mm-hmm. About running away from. Being like, ah, 
home. <laughs> and then you get older and you're like, oh, actually, mm, that place was that place was cool. <laughs> That's, it's true. Yeah, it took me a, a long time that, to come to like that. It's like 230 pages. <laughs> that sounds yeah. nice. You yeah. can buy that on like Amazon. You can buy it anywhere that books are sold. Which is um, Amazon. And what's the title? It's called I Totally Meant to Do That. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working on another book right now. Uh, hopefully I can sell it. We'll see. Yeah. Right yeah. on. It's yeah. awesome. So if you like the show, subscribe to us, rate it, review it, tell some people about it, tell your mom group, tell your best friend. Also, like us on Facebook, join us in our Facebook group. There's like tons of listeners in there hanging out. It's super fun. Follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show. And also, please send us your parenting nightmares we want to hear them email them to us at why mommy drinks podcast at gmail.com and also leave a message on our hotline copy with your shit show four two four two seven nine eight eight four copy with your shit show four two four two seven nine eight eight four copy with your shit show four two four two seven nine eight eight four two well dean um you're doing a great job hey thanks betsy you're doing a great job too thank you dean amanda you're doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I've seen a transformation in you uh over the course of you <clears throat> you know, uh getting a job and working outside of the house and uh and yeah, I see how hard it is in in the ways that you outlined, but uh I also see you blossoming in new and exciting ways and that can't be anything but positive for your kids to witness that's an interesting way to look at it mm-hmm. yeah i like that so you know if you find yourself sitting at a table watching your oldest peck your youngest to death <laughs> <laughs> Call the, first of all do something do something <laughs> do something about that don't make a documentary <laughs> if or you- just go get david attenborough and have him narrate it it'll all be okay if david attenborough's narrating it <laughs> that's the bigger duck has approached the smaller duck no actually it's not a smaller duck david <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you you two are perfection. (laughs) And if you ever find yourself uh, having had too many scotches and wishing you were banging your head against the uh, (laughs) steering wheel of your car outside of a strange karate studio. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Or, you know, your daughter's just shoving her shit right back up where it came from (laughs) while looking right at you square in the eyes and saying, dead in the eyes. Not happening. Not happening. If her fingers <laughs> smell like poop. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you know what? Just know you're doing a great job. Why mommy drinks. Screw it, screw it. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co-hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man, so listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time. Dr. Octopus. Aunt May. J. Jonah Jameson. Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. New episodes every Wednesday. On Campfire Media. Campfire.